Welcome back, guys. Um, to get today's episode kicked off, we're actually going to give away a t-shirt. We just had a fresh batch of t-shirts come in. Wow, those are nice. Yeah, super nice. If you're watching the video, you can see just how nice it is. Um, if you want to win it, go to our Instagram and tag two friends in the comments and your favorite, put down your favorite podcast episode so far, and we'll pick a winner tonight. And uh, we'll actually get with you and let you pick out your own size. That way you're not trying to stuff into a small. <laughs> That's kind of you. Yeah. So uh, we just actually got back from a week on the road. Um, we were able to meet a lot of you guys. Um, you were able to pick up some of our merchandise, so that was really cool. Um, we were in Odessa, Texas. For the David Dennings live recording at Southwest Youth Conference. We had a great time. Set a record for a service length on Friday night. That's right. I believe it was five or six hours. Yeah. Um, Plus sound check. Well, in today's episode, we've got one of our good friends, Brett Grubbs, all the way from Lumberton, North Carolina. Um, he was in town, and um, we figured we would take a deep dive into some of the equipment that he's using and just some other things he's got going on in his life. So if you're interested in finding that out, stay tuned. You actually find out about his girlfriend in this episode, I That's think. That's right. You got to listen to the end. Yeah, you have to listen all the way to the end. Welcome to The Convo with Kurt and Colton, where we talk about music, life, and reality. I'm Kurt. And I'm Colton. And this, this is The, the Convo. together and welcome our guest all the way from Lumberton, North Carolina, Mr. Brett Grubbs. Yeah. What up, So this guys? is not a mistake. You are not listening to an episode of Guitar Talk. This is still the combo. <laughs> That's right. This is like when the daughter work goes to their, their bishop service for camp meeting. <laughs> this is what this is where we're at right now. Amen. So real quick, tell us who you are, where you're from, and what you do, both professionally and unprofessionally. That was a joke. I hear you. Um, see, my name is Brett Grubbs. I'm from Lumberton, North Carolina, the metropolis of Lumberton, North Carolina. Um, trying to think. I'm 23 years old. Play guitar. Single. Single. Uh-oh. Followers just went up. <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe not by the, at the time this podcast airs. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, play guitar uh, professionally. Commercial mortgage broker and apartment broker. Um, and I go to the Pentecostals Lumberton, Pastor LaDon Barnhill. Been there my entire life. So nice. Um, so little backstory, me and Brett and Kurt. I believe that was the first time you met Kurt too. Yeah, huh? it's the first time I met Kurt. Southwest Youth Conference right. last, year. last year. That hasn't even been a full year, but now you're one of my closest friends. Um oh. That's Pastor sweet. Jimmy. <laughs> Pastor Jimmy's in the back. 
<laughs> That's just a given. Yeah. Uh, I just got distracted. Now you're one of my closest friends, so we've got a lot in common with guitar and um, and business. Now, Colton, Brett got you started on that PRS train, didn't he? Yeah, he really did. Not really. Little side note, uh, me and Pastor Jimmy couldn't have started a daughter work together. So that's why me and, me and Brad had to start one. That's right. Um, so really quick, can you tell us how you got into music? Yeah, so um, I think I was like 10 years old or something like that. Um, my pastor came up to me and was like, hey, if there was any instrument you could learn, what would it be? And growing up, I always loved listening to, you know, my parents listen to 80s music, which is like super heavy guitars and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I was like, you know, I want to be a cool kid. I'm going to play guitar. You know, that's what the cool kids do. So I was like, you know, I'm going to play guitar. So he's like, all right. Um, he's like, go get your guitar and start taking lessons. And, you know, whenever you turn 12 years old, move into the youth group, you can play for our youth band. And so uh, I took lessons for, I don't know, maybe nine or 10 months. I got a guitar for my 10th birthday. Took lessons played in our kids' church, and then I joined youth a little early and uh, started playing music when I was like 11. So that's all she wrote. And I seen a video of you shredding when you were like 11 at some kind of oh my God. talent show. Youth camp or Dude, something. That was, um, I was opening up for James Sims <laughs> in North Carolina, North Carolina Youth Convention. And uh, they asked me to play something. And what did I play? Van Halen. <laughs> Are you serious? I'm dead serious. Play Eruption. <laughs> I didn't know any better. I was, I was like 11. Uh, Devil had they that. didn't know either because <laughs> they shouldn't have known. Devil had that music too long, though. <laughs> Take it all back. Take it all back. That, that's a good segment into our, or segue into our next question, which is who are your music influences? Oh, man. Um, they're not all guitar players. and. I have to say Colton. Thanks. Now you can move on to who it really is. <laughs> no, um, let's see. On guitar, um, Andy Ferguson was a big help to me. Yeah, because Court told me once that he connected you guys. I don't uh, know if he was just trying to take credit for your talent. or He was probably trying to take credit. Okay. Well, no, I'm joking. Uh, so Andy played at our youth camps in North Carolina in like 08 and 09. That's when Court still lived there and was cool at the time. Um, but we we got connected through him playing North Carolina events, and it's, it's, I was like eight or nine years old when I first met Andy. So, so, so did you mean that uh, he's not cool anymore? Or he was cool only because he lived in North Carolina. Only because he lived in North Carolina. That's what, that's what I figured. And the tar left his heel once he moved to Georgia. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, other musical influences. Um, I always like we did a lot of Lincoln Brewster songs and. Um, Lincoln was a big influence. He had that blues sound. Uh, Neil Sean of Journey. Um, Paul Gilbert. I listen to a lot of Paul Gilbert. Um, here lately, there's a guy named John Nathan Cordy on Instagram that I've kept up with. And, dude, he has some pretty cool stuff. We actually used some of his tones on some records, so that was that was really cool. But, um, yeah, all those guys, blues background, um, 80s background. That's kind of where I got started. Nice. What gear do you use? I use a plethora of gear. Um, do you go to public school? <laughs> I went to public and private. Oh, yeah. That, that was a good word. I knew that, that was a plethora. Yeah. That's good. Um, let's see. Gear I use. 
the main gear I use, uh, let's see, for my amp modeling is a Kemper, Kemper Profiler. Um, got on that train a few years back, and um, I'm glad glad I switched, made the switch. I've always played digital stuff. Um, I, I've had like some Fender amps and stuff like that, but I've always done the modeling thing just because it was easier to travel with. Um, it's just more versatile. Uh, Guitar-wise, uh, PRS is the go-to. They're the greatest guitars on the planet, if you had to ask. Um, but I have Fender guitars. I have a James Tyler Strat that is really cool. Um, I enjoy that guitar. And a couple Fenders, Strats, Tele, stuff like that. So just kind of the basic stuff. What did you use before you got the Kemper? Before the Kemper, dude, I had a Helix for a little bit, Line 6 Helix. And then before the Helix, I had a Pod HD 500. Or the Pod HD 500, I used the Line 6 M13, which is, I used it with an amp. So, yeah, wasn't like all your yeah. amp simulators for the Pod 500X. I had a regular 500, so I kind of went through just the whole Line 6 trilogy. So, if we have some people that are wanting to start out playing guitar, a question that I'm sure you get a lot is, What do you recommend starting out? So, I'll put it this way if you had a thousand dollars to buy startup rig what would you get let's see uh, first thing i'd buy is you can probably, buy new or used okay i'd buy like a um probably a mexican strat for like five or six hundred bucks like mm-hmm. something decent rosewood fretboard um and then probably a uh hx stomp honestly it's about a thousand bucks yeah it's total about a thousand total there so um you know hx stomp is kind of like a little version of the helix um killer amp profiles, killer effects. You can put it in your guitar bag and travel with it. Um, super easy to use. You can you know, buy profiles and presets online to get you started. And then a Mexican Strat, it's just, I don't know, it's just quality guitar for the price. So Yeah, pretty versatile. Yeah. That's what I started with, actually. That was my first electric guitar. Yep, same. I figured you'd start out with like a $4,000 Les Paul. Dude, I went from a Sam's Club Starcaster. $180 to a Gibson Les Paul standard. Was Did you notice any difference? A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Price? <laughs> price. About a $3,000 price difference. <laughs> That's about all I noticed. <laughs> Kurt's just over there asleep. He's well, like, I don't Kurt's know. on Sweetwater. Kurt knew more about golf than he did guitars. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Uh, you do have some new music coming out. I do. Yes, sir. Um, I have a single releasing April 10th. Um, it's called Only Better. It was a song that I started working on like last year, um, just playing around with some different sounds and stuff and just kind of kept producing it and creating on it. And I uh, got a guy named Chris Hardy to kind of help co-produce it, add some elements. And then our boy, Matt Ewing, who I'm sure all of the listeners are very aware of, mm-hmm. um, he hopped on and add some additional sick stuff he brought the sauce so so far he's our only guest to have a part one and part two yeah yeah y'all should go listen to that stuff it's sick for sure but yeah it's gonna be out saturday um all streaming platforms all that good stuff so give us you basically gave us a line of notes but anything else joe salamita uh mixed it and down at vanquish studios and it was mastered by dave cooch who um has quite a line of credits so go check that out nice um so real quick, so I said already we met in August of last year. How many times have you been to Little Rock over the past 
six months probably. Oh, gosh. Um, Maybe eight months. I don't know. Yeah. I think this is my third trip. I think the first one came over and um, worked on a song and then worked on some overdubs for James Wilson and kind of just goofed off, play golf. And then the second one, I came for duck hunting. Me and dad, we drove 14 hours to Little Rock, shot how many ducks? One. One. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, we just had a good time playing golf and stuff like that. And then, of course, this time. Didn't touch a guitar. No, didn't touch a guitar. And haven't touched a guitar since I've been this here time. either. So that's fun. We just played golf. Pastor Jimmy and Colton, we had a little lads golf trip. So that was fun. Yeah, that was nice. So whenever we played together in August, we thought we'd never get to do that again. And since then, we've done uh, James Wilson's record together, Mark Crowder's record together. Next, the week after we're recording this, we'll be um, doing David Jennings record together um and this record has been dubbed guitar mageddon yeah denton because we're, we're been doing denton, denton hallway shout out denton um so i think there's some uh special chemistry when we play together yep. just because we bring some a lot of different influences together some of those guys you mentioned that you uh were big influences on you i've never heard of like i mean i've heard of paul gilbert but i can't if you ask me what he, anything yeah. you played i couldn't tell you yep so, you know, I, I think it's kind of cool that we can um, bring all of our outside influences together and be able to uh, work well enough together that we can combine all of those things. Absolutely. So I have a question for both of you then. What is it that you think you would tell people the reason that you guys are able to play so well together? Because I've played with many guitar combinations, if you will, and I enjoy playing with you guys together. Yeah, so um, I think there's a couple of things to that point, Kurt. Like, um, I think it starts with personal relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like when I've, you guys get on the phone, do you say "I love you"? <laughs> no, uh, no, okay, not no, that far. We're not away. like you and your friends. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, no, um, there's a couple of points to that. You know, I, I think um, you know, me and, me and Colton have a lot of a lot of stuff in common. You know, outside of guitar, and we. I'd probably say 25% of the conversations we have are about guitar related. Um, so first off, just being good friends. And then second off, there's like, there's no egos involved. You know what I mean? Like, um, you know, we're not arguing over who's going to play a solo or, you know, I'm going to take lead on this song, you know, know, things like that. Um, we, we know each other's strengths. We know each other's weaknesses. And, um, you know, whenever, whenever we set up to play a song, like if it's gospel song, I'm not going to be the one like playing lead on it, obviously, because Colton's like the best gospel guitar player out there. But like you know, on a CCM song, that might be where I would take yeah. more lead on. So we just know like each other's. And it's just kind of natural. It's not like we have to say no. Like know, here, we just look at each other. And, and I think we both enjoy hearing each other play oh, because sure. it's a lot different than what we each do. But we both uh, respect each other's Thanks. abilities. Um, and also, um, Brett, I rely on you a lot for like tones and to tell me what to do. Um, so I've actually, there's a good point here. Like if you can learn to get along and respect other people that are in your same field, you can learn from it yeah, and level up because of it. Yeah. And I think Kurt's noticed it in the past year. Mm-hmm. Um, I've learned a lot of things, um, 
from you. And I, and I can hear in your playing that you're leaning gospel now. Um, <laughs> Dude, yeah. I slide into like major seven chords now so and con- stuff like that. So it's like, so congrats on getting the Holy ghost. <laughs> congrats it's on funny. Cause saved. I read something on social media the other day that said a lot of you guys are competing with people that God sent to help you get yeah. better. That's good. And like, you know, yeah, I saw, yeah. Um, the, I think, I don't know if it was the same one, but I saw a lot of you guys are competing competing with people you should be learning from. Right, right. That's good. Something like that. Uh, and yeah. I, you know, one of my goals is to be a well-rounded player. You mm-hmm. know, we're an apostolic church. Mm-hmm. Apostolic music is very, yeah. I mean, you're doing all kinds of stuff on a Sunday. They're oh, yeah. telling, so. Anywhere from rock to Southern gospel. Well, tonight, <laughs> tonight we're doing gospel. Southern gospel, super Southern Hallelujah, gospel. you're worthy. And then yeah. we're doing like a Southern gospel song. And then we're doing... Yeah. Throne room. Yeah. So, so we're all over the place. My thing is, I just want to be able to, you know, plug in and roll with, you know, whatever set list is there. And exactly. What's your favorite capo position? <laughs> like 12. <laughs> 12. Oh, I can strum an open E. Plus and, three. <laughs> Kurt's favorite key. My favorite key, plus three. <laughs> so um, you're here as well. We've got Pastor Jimmy in the room. So I don't know in what order these will be airing. So if you haven't heard the other podcast, you are here for a golf trip. The yeah. lads' golf trip. Um, so yesterday we played thirty six holes of golf. Mm-hmm. Hot Springs Village is a long day, um, but then today when we were looking at places to play, you just said that you wanted to uh, just chill out. Was there any specific reason? Yeah, we didn't want to get smoked again like we did yesterday. Actually, I didn't too too bad that first round. I shoot eighty one. Yeah, you were just mad tired round two. Dude, I was mad tired round two. Pollen was like falling out the sky. And I think I was dehydrated, to be honest with you. Because I drank that, <laughs> drank that power and I was like ready to go. Yeah. I had a mad headache on the back nine. I think there was three or four holes I just like picked up. I was just like, I'm done. done. What I shoot a 92? 92. So 81 on the first round and then a 92 on the second round. It was Big terrible. Difference. I was piping the drives though. Yeah. For sure. Can you tell us about Kurt, you're laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, can you tell us a little bit about uh, what golf clubs you use? And and uh, if I don't know if you keep a handicap, but if you did, what what would you say that you are? Um, let's see. Golf clubs. I'm pretty much a Titleist guy. I've always been a Titleist guy. Um, I did have a tailor-made driver, and I played Nike clubs a long time ago. But irons are Titleist drivers. I use a Scotty Cameron putter. All my wedges are Vokies. So Colton actually shot the best round of his life with a set of Nike clubs. I I do, right? I told him he should have bought those clubs. I need those. (laughs) Um, Ryan Donahue, if you're listening, if you could ask your brother-in-law, I'll Venmo him 150 right now. (laughs) If he'll send those my way. Um, Handicap, though, I'm probably, honestly, like a 12 to 14 right now. I think you're a 10. You think, what do you think? I'm a 10? I think think you're a 10. I'm like a seven. I yeah. felt like I played like a 15 yesterday. No, you're like a 10. Um, I used to be like a four or five in high school. Um, right, you played for your high school team, right? Yep. Played four years high school golf. And then um, I there was a period I just did not touch a club for like probably two or three years. Um, we played like on Father's Day and Labor Day. Like that was, I played two or three times a year. Um, and that just sent my game in a total down, downward spiral. But we're coming back, baby. Coming back back stronger. Especially if we keep doing all these golf trips, you're going to be like mini tour level. Yes. Um, We mentioned it pretty quick early on, but about like your professional career. Can you tell us a little bit more about that 
how you got started and like a little more um, in depth on what all you guys do. Yeah. So um, I was in college for economics and finance. I always had a um, kind of an, I don't know, just a desire to own my own business, kind of do my own thing. Very entrepreneurial. Um, came from a very entrepreneurial family. And it's kind of all I knew when I growing up. So, um, you know, I got into real estate at the age of 18. Uh, I was one of the youngest in North Carolina to get real estate license. Um, and so from there, uh, there was a lady in our church that owns a Coldwell Banker franchise. And so I was a uh, broker there for about two years. Um, got a mentor who owns several self-storage facilities, um, big commercial real estate player in the area. And, um, you know, just he mentored me up, showing me the ropes of commercial real estate. Um, you know, Lumberton isn't technically the like the real estate mecca of the world. So I kind of looked out, ventured, and wanted to get into financing real estate. So got connected with a guy in Fayetteville, North Carolina, which is about 30 minutes away. And, um, you know, he, he does strictly multifamily apartments. And, you know, that's kind of, I made that connection and got hired on about three years ago. Um, and it's, it's been a really, really cool experience so far. So I finance uh, apartment communities, um, you know, using Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac type loans, and then um, also selling apartment communities. So I have, you know, like three, three properties right now we're trying to sell. Um, and then you know, several other properties we're trying to finance, doing cash out refinances, doing construction loans, doing, um, you know, just straight up, you know, guys want their lower interest rates so we we'll refinance them, but mainly it's cash out apartment communities. Um, done a few hotels, um, self storages, but 90% of my business is apartments. Only in North Carolina or? No, I closed, I closed a deal in West Virginia last year. Never went, went to the property. Never, never saw the owner in person. Uh, closed some deals in North Carolina, but really Eastern Eastern coast, just the whole East coast is kind of my, my market, Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina. Nice. Uh, we had some Instagram questions. Kurt, do you want to yeah. start us off there? All right. So first Instagram question is, would you like a normal camper? So the toaster one or a camper stage? Um, and why? So I have a, I have a, the toaster now. It's really nice to have in your studio because you can, have it on you have the toaster head on your desk and then there are foot, foot controls on the bottom yeah. and you can make adjustments really quickly. Um, but for live and traveling, I would say a stage, like I'm probably going to buy a stage just to have to travel with. It's just a little easier. It's all one yeah. piece and simpler. You just mentioned you may buy something else. What was that? Oh, I might buy a Lincoln Brewster Strat. been looking at those. Let's go. Might That's do it tonight. Good. Where's a, who makes a Lincoln Brewster Strat? Bender. Oh, really? Yeah. Bender makes it. So another question we had from Instagram was, how did you get hooked up with all the guys to play? So I'm assuming, how did you kind of get into the gig world? Oh, man. Um, let's see. So in 2015, I entered uh, something called North American Talent Search through, it's like at Youth Congress, you play and people vote on you, stuff like that. Um, so I, I entered the worst parts category and won first place. And from there, I kind of, um, you know, just met a lot of people through that. Um, I did a record, I did an EP, a personal, like just, you know, five song EP. Um, after winning that, um, that was part of like the, you know, winner thing you get for winning or whatever. And so, um, did that EP connected with a lot of guys, um, 
then played at 2017 Youth Congress in 2019. Um, but I met, I always knew you through Instagram. Like mm-hmm. we talked gear and stuff like that and words and licks and stuff like that. But, um, you know, we did Southwest together last year and uh, that was our first time meeting in person and, you know, getting to play together. Mm-hmm. And so I think that was probably kind of the culmination. Is Lincoln of Brewster like a Christian only guitar player? Uh, usually he played for Steve Perry back in the nineties after a journey. Okay. Um, he left journey and he, he did a lot of session work in the late nineties. How does he have a, he's a big guitar. deal. Yeah, he's yeah. a big deal. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Hey, guitar like, sweet though, ain't it? Yeah. Yeah. He's also like Kemper and line six, like people spokesman would kill to have his patches and stuff. Oh, so. That's true. He's a man. Uh, here's another Instagram question. Who's the better golfer, Brett or Colton? Colton. I'm not even going to like try to. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to brag. I'm just reading what's off of here. <laughs> question. Do you practice yeah. every day? Colton wrote that question. Yeah. yeah. This is a, from a. What's your handicap? Seven. Seven. Okay. The question was from someone named Rolton Rudy. I don't know. <laughs> Next question. Do you practice every day? If so, what do you practice? Um, I try to um, with life that sometimes is a challenge. Um, so lately, uh, practice sessions have been um, just learning new material, stuff like that, getting ready for these records and stuff like that. So, yeah, I try to practice every day. Um, and usually my practice just consists of playing music I like playing. Nice. What is your favorite piece of work so far? It could be a song, it could be a that we've worked on record or anything. Yeah. Um honestly, probably Mark Crowder's stuff, which a lot of it hasn't came out yet. So any specific song? Uh, they're all sick. Breakout's gonna be sick. Yeah. Yeah, we, we just, just heard, heard the mix of that today. Yeah. It's pretty guitar heavy. Yeah. It's amazing. That's sick. And James' stuff's good too. Yeah. David's stuff's gonna be good. David's cool, about man. to be sick. Uh, so we just do a lot of fun stuff, yeah, is what it's it all fun, like. man. All right. Um, let's see here. Um, what girls do you text? <laughs> mm, well, oh boy. Um, we will keep that private. But you are single, right? I am single. What's your number? <laughs> five, five, five. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On to rapid fire. So we have a segment called rapid fire. We're going to ask you a question. Series of questions. You just answer as fast as you can. I, All right. Favorite coffee drink? Uh, white chocolate mocha from Starbucks. Okay. No favorite coffee drink. <laughs> it is. No, I didn't coffee drink. Favorite Little Rock restaurant. Um, shout out to Bennett's, but Camiri. I love Camiri. We've been there every time I've been. Where's Camiri? You haven't been to Camiri? I don't think so. Where's that? It's in Hillcrest. Let's go tonight. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking. About. I've never been there, but yeah, it's very good. It's, it's sushi and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So last night you had what? Last night, we had something called the Crazy Monkey. It was super good. What else we get? Beef tenderloin. Medium rare. What time did they close? It was sick. So you went with Broker Rick, actually. Yeah, we went with Broker Rick. Shout out to Broker Rick. Shout out Broker Rick. Me and Pastor Jimmy. We had us a good time. What is the largest multifamily deal you've closed? <sighs> wow. Very specific. Very specific. Um... 32 million. What was your commission on that? <laughs> um, 3%. <laughs> what is your largest tithing statement? That you <laughs> Favorite golf club in your bag? Driver. 
Good point. What, what kind of driver is it? Right now, it's a Tideless 915. 915. Yeah. I just answered that question for you. Yeah, thanks. My bad. Favorite guitar? PRS CE24. I have two of them. 1994 and 2006. Favorite guitar brand? PRS. Nice. Somebody wants to check you out online. How can they do it? You can follow me on Instagram. That's where I'm most active. Um, at Brett Grubbs. Just try to keep it simple. Um, B-R-E-T-T-G-R-U-B-B-S. Um, and I do have Facebook and YouTube. I'm trying to get the YouTube thing going. I'm terrible at making videos. We got some footage this week. We did. Hopefully we'll be able to make a vlog out of it. A little yeah. recap. It might come out like Christmas time, but yeah, you know. That's all right. It might come out. Um, and I had one more question. Oh, what's your upcoming schedule? Upcoming schedule. Um, let's see. Next week, we'll be at David Jennings Live Recording. Um, we are going on tour with James Wilson in May. Mm-hmm. In May. Yeah. So I'll be at the San Francisco stop and at the Indianapolis stop. So you're just going on two? Yeah, just two. Oh, I'll be at, at least one of those two. Sick. Let's are go. you going to be at the Indianapolis one? I can't confirm or deny that at this point. Oh, snap. You want, you have a 1995 C24? Yes, sir. Here's one right here, Cole. You want one? No, yeah, buy it for me. Yeah, I got you. Put it in shopping cart. This? Dude, their price is up. Yeah, there are. Is this- People are figuring out. Yeah, dotted inlays. Yep, dotted inlays. They're good. Andy turned me on to those. They're good. They're way up right now. It says only one available and one other person has this in their cart. <laughs> I think Probably I got mine for like 1200 my yeah. first one. That's 1880 right now. Yeah. Wow. Oh. Equity. This. Look at this 1997 one. Even though you'll never sell it. I like to think that too, that I've got equity in my guitars. Yeah, I'm never selling them. Sell. Look at this. Dude, the amount Look I could get my Tyler right now. Oh, Look at the price on this one. And it's local pickup. Anyway. You have to go get it. 97 for 2500 Wow, 2500 Oh my goodness. People are catching the hype. I want a DGT though. I'd love to get a DGT soon. Oh yeah, another thing. We just went on a golf trip. Uh, not this week. About three weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> to uh, South Carolina and North Carolina. Yeah. Um, we played some awesome courses. Yep. I've already talked about it on the podcast a little bit, but what was your favorite course and why? Uh, True Blue. We played a course called True Blue down in Merle's Inlet, and uh, we got to ride these little golf sickles, which was really cool. Like little motorcycles, but on oh, the yeah, golf course. Yeah, I saw a picture of that. Dude, that was, was so awesome. much fun. Open fairway, so you could just hit it anywhere. Yeah. All the bunkers were like open, so you could just ride your little motorcycles yeah. through them. Yep. It was super fun. Yeah. That was, was your favorite awesome. too? Yep. Then probably Tobacco Road. Yeah. So if you're in the area, go check those out. Yep. Um, Hit me yeah. up. Take me with you. That's right. <laughs> Once again, if you um, can get us on any private courses or want to take all of us on a golf slash music trip, y'all hit us up. Um, y'all buy Kurt some clubs, get him some lessons. <laughs> yeah. let's, let's get him involved. Let's do it. Um, other than that, we got to play at service here in about an hour and a half. Yeah. So we got to roll, get ready for that and try to learn these songs. Learn these songs. Thanks for being on, Brett. It's been a long time coming. Yeah. You've been on several yeah. episodes technically. I have, yeah, technically. Yeah. By the time this comes out, your single will be available. So everybody and you go probably to... won't be single either anymore. Oh, oh wow. God, yeah. speak it. All right. He is in fact still single. Oh, man. As of uh, this. So if you're interested, um, his DMs are open. Um, I really thought he was going to pull one in at Southwest this year. but You know what? I, th- I thought he would, too. If there was ever a time to do it, I thought he would come yeah. through then, but unfortunately didn't. Um, it wasn't his time. Um, 
But make sure to go check us out on Instagram at the Convo KNC. Check us out online, theconvokc.com. I uh, want to thank our sponsors, Yerba Mate. And um, do we have any other sponsors? Not, not currently. Not at the time. So shout out to our manager, Broker Rick, who was also in Odessa with us. That's right. Shout out Erica Marks here. Yeah. Setting and then up the shout trip. out to the volunteers that helped run yeah. the booth throughout the week. We really appreciate your time and energy. Uh, what do we got next week? I think Aaron Barbosa will be on. It's Aaron Barbosa um, from, what is that city called? California. California. Yeah. He is from California. And we'll have him on. He gives us all sorts of really good um, information. In fact, I heard Kurt quoting something that he said last week. Yeah. So you don't want to miss it. There's tons of uh, just great stuff in there. So make sure to check back next Wednesday. And also, if you haven't already by now, go to our Instagram, tag two friends on our our latest post, and we're doing a t-shirt giveaway, so go check that out. Um, Our intro music was created by us. Hopefully, y'all still like it. (laughs) We should make a new one just because, or do a remix. Like season three or something, maybe. Yeah. All right. I think that's a wrap. All right, we're out of here.